Hello, hello, hello. Thank you for joining me once again on the Pivot Life Hood Podcast, where we, you and I, are navigating the hoods of life together. How has your trip been so far? (laughs) Thank you for joining me. I'm your host, Queen LaVey, and let's get into what we're here to discuss today. We're still in the neighborhood of Workville, and we are pivoting down the street of micromanagers. Yes, micromanagers. Have you seen one? Have you been working with one? Are you currently working with one? Or did you just quit that job to get away from one? Micromanagers can either make or destroy your day. And they're not always useful. But before we get into this episode, let's look up what exactly is a micromanager. And what are their behaviors? How can you spot one? Let's find one, like finding Waldo. How can you spot what they're doing? And how do they affect not only the work environment as a whole, but how are they affecting you? So before we get into the discussion, let's actually look and define what a micromanager is. This definition is actually taken from an Indeed.com article. And a micromanager is someone who exhibits micromanagement behaviors. A micromanager is someone who closely observes and controls the work of a team or team members they work with. They rarely feel the need to release control or have faith or confidence in their team's decision making. So some signs out there that you are a micromanager or you're dealing with a micromanager is that someone who resists delegating work becomes overly involved in the work of their employees, discourages independent decision-making, acts for frequent updates, and just creates an overall toxic work environment. And the outcomes to said environment is like a high turnover you know, people are always quitting because <laughs> nobody wants to deal with that type of behavior. And it'll go on and on and on because they might be in an organization that lacks proper leadership and proper guidance as to how to create a healthy work environment without cutting down those around you at the knees when involved in a task. That also It's giving someone who does not trust you have the ability or the common sense or just overall sense to know what you're doing and know that you know how to do it. Have you experienced that from any manager or employee or coworker that you worked with? I will give myself as an example. I remember when I was on a job and there was this one particular woman (laughs) who wanted to involve herself in everything that I was doing. Before, you know, even getting into the nitty gritty of the job, she was, you know, just trying to engage herself where she was not needed, where she was not requested. I was very experienced in what I do. And this woman wanted to just interject, interject. She was a leader on the particular um, area I was working in. But she would, you know, put her hand in or oversee my documentation where it was not needed. And then she was shielded with, a, oh, I was just trying to help you. One, don't guess, like me, 
and say you were just trying to do anything for me because I didn't ask you to. Two, that wasn't what you were trying to do. You know. You were just trying to helicopter and say, oh, this could be done this day, this day, that way. There's more than one way to skin a cat. There's more than one way to get a job done and have it be done effectively. So with micromanagers, they think they're helping or maybe they're not intending to help and they're feeding their own ego. But they are definitely, they are destroying the health as well as the wealth of the work environment. They're destroying relationships because they are giving unnecessary tips or putting their hand where it does not belong. A micromanager stifles it. They may not realize it, but they may serve to break the spirit of another employee. You're trying to get work done. You're trying to be a team player and you have this manager who doesn't believe in your ability to complete a task. That stifles the work environment. That, you know, creates insecurities. And that will lead to people leaving. Nobody wants to be treated like they don't understand how to do a basic job. Or a job that they may be well-versed at, but they don't need that constant input. We talked about what a micromanager does to the work environment. And you have identified, okay, this is some energy I don't need to be around. So how do you stop them from continuously getting in your way? Well, I think in order to stop poor behaviors, no matter from what, no matter the position the employee has, you have to point it out and address it. And I don't mean like, oh, make it a whole unit scene or make it a scene in the public workspace of your department, but maybe pulling a manager to the side and saying, hey, let's talk about this. But before you go into that that meeting with the manager to address some issues that you're having with their leadership, do some self-reflection. First, find out, hey, am I contributing to this environment? Am I contributing to the distrust that this manager may have with me? Have I failed at previous assignments, work assignments, and, you know, haven't been able to recover from the previous failure? What can I do to, one, help this manager build trust in me, but then also, what can I do to change my this, this, this behavior I'm receiving? So first, do a self-assessment. Self Are you contributing to why your manager is constantly micromanaging you? Let's see. After you do your self-assessment, schedule a meeting with the manager and say, hey, I want to talk about what's going on because I noticed there's, you know, some distrust in my work or what I'm doing. By scheduling a meeting, one, you're providing a private place, a safe place for you and the manager to really have an open discussion to see why this behavior is occurring and see what solutions and brainstorming can be done to stop it. At the end of the day, you are there to help each other no matter the role. And it does is not effective if you constantly feel that you're being watched or scrutinized or corrected and you can't get ahead or build a functional work relationship with your manager. Also, take take ownership of how you feel. Bring these your feelings to the forefront. Tell your manager, of course, in a professional but honest way how you feel about the management you're receiving, the scrutiny you're receiving. 
the micromanagement tactics that you are constantly recipient of. In order to change behaviors, you got to address the behavior. And sometimes, rarely have I found, <laughs> but sometimes managers may not be aware. So if you put ownership on your feelings, put ownership and on the actions that are happening and also try to create an inclusive conversation to see how you both can brainstorm together to combat this behavior you might be surprised at the outcome hmm. micromanagers we all have them we don't like them <laughs> and some of them may not be even aware of the behaviors they're exhibiting but before you go postal at the job, find out why this is happening. Address why it's happening and create a solution so you can build a healthier relationship and move further away from this practice. Thank you for running the block with me while we navigate this neighborhood of the Pivot Lifehood podcast. I'm so glad we were able to journey this road together. As we know, adulthood is never easy, but it is always smoother when there's great company on the journey. So join me next time on the next block over. And until then, I wish you love and light. <laughs>